0: The show is orchestrated, I am caffeinated, and freshly masturbated. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 22. Deuces. Double deuces. Double deuces. Remember that movie Roadhouse? Remember Mm. that bar, Double Deuces? Yeah. I wish I had double deuces, double Ds. (laughs) I wish I had double deuces too. (laughs) I mean, I guess you'd play with them if I had them, huh? Izzy's got to have double deuces. What are you at, Izzy? What size bra do you wear? I wear a size G. Fuck you. A G? G I'm a 32 G. I don't like her anymore. (laughs) Not at all. Well, you guys, we got a special show for you today. (laughs) We really do. It's the freaks. Yeah, Izzy and Dom are back, and they're about to break it down for everybody and tell stories to you. So Enjoy the girls. Enjoy it. Grab your lube. Have a good time. Um, we're going to turn the mics over now, so you guys cheese. have fun, and we will talk to you soon. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Shit! Do you have some like jaws? Or right, never mind. For a there I was busted. What? Do we continue to talk while this is playing? Oh, there we go. There it is. Okay. This is only our second podcast, video, stream, whatever. So please forgive us. I'm A little more sober this time.
0: Yeah. And we're still learning how it all works. Yep. Yep. We're trying to figure it out. So before we get super started, I have to touch on some things from last week's podcast. Go ahead. So they were talking about when you pick someone up from a bar. And you take them home and like ways to meet new men. So I have a story about that. (laughs) Shit. Um, So I was at the bar one night and I was literally arguing with this dude sitting across from me because he was just being a dick, like straight dick mode. I don't know if his wife just didn't give it out that night or what was going on. (laughs) But literally arguing for an hour, maybe more than that. It doesn't matter. He came home with me and he fucked good. It Mm. was great sex. Nice. That's real life. Sometimes you just got to pick a fight with a guy at a bar, then bring him home with you. Oh, that was my ring. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It's all right, (laughs) right, though. Yeah, Yeah, just pick a fight, bring a dude home, fuck the shit out of him, and then say, deuces, and let him go back to their wife, that they were clearly pissed off about it the first time. I've never fucked a man who was married,
1: or at least not knowingly Did I know that they were in a
0: relationship by any standpoint? So, I didn't know he was married until after he was in my bed. And that's how they get you. Mm. They withhold information.
1: Men, why do you got to be so shady? I mean, it's not just men. It's women, too. We can be shady as well. Oh, yeah,
0: no. Women are shady as fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't have very many female friends, low-key. I think women are a little more shadier than men. I mean, men, they're definitely shady. But, like... They're kind of upfront with their shadiness compared to women. Women are just so willing to stab you in the back. And it's like, damn, oh, how can funny. I be prideful to be this gender, this identify as a woman when we are just so fucking shady?
0: Yeah, no, women are shitty as fuck, guys. Just keep that in mind. Next time you pick up a girl at the bar, just know she's probably got a whole list of secrets that she's keeping from you. So the other thing that I wanted to mention is that they were talking about their OnlyFans and things that people sell on there. So I have an OnlyFans. I literally was making $700 a week because some dude just wanted to see my feet. Damn, I need to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, you should. People will buy content that is crazy as fuck. So if there's any foot guys out there look for peeping Dom on OnlyFans because I got all the foot (laughs) pics. I mean, I'm in college,
1: so any money I do make goes into that. I'm broke as fuck. And I've thought about it a few times, like quitting, dropping out of college, becoming a stripper, or starting at my OnlyFans or whatever. But the only thing that keeps me from doing it is the simple fact that, one, I don't think I'd be any good at it. And
0: two, I don't want to disappoint my parents. I'm a little bit of a, I'm a kiss ass. Loki, huge kiss ass. So positive note for me is my dad's not here and my birth mom's a prostitute. So at least I'm not sucking a dude's dick in real life. I'm just sending him content. Yep. So, you know, there's other ways that you can not disappoint them and still make some money. And even if my dad was here, he would never know that my only fan existed. X. Change your name. Keep it a secret. (laughs) It's hard to
1: do that in a small town, though. I live in a very small town. Like, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody's secrets. I mean, this is a spicy tea podcast. And, I mean, it's not the most interesting tea, but there's definitely a lot of tea floating around a small town. If anybody lives in a small town, you get what I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. I grew up in a small town when I did live with my parents. I get that. Like you go across the street to the store and everybody in the town knows that you're at the store right now.
1: Oh my God. It makes me, reminds me not to be inappropriate again, but I guess that's just my favorite topic to talk about is inappropriate shit. But you know, what's the worst being in a small town when you're buying a plan B or a birth, like a pregnancy test and you know, the cashier at the dollar store or the Walgreens or wherever you're going. And they're just like looking at you with that look like, damn, bitch, what were you doing a few weeks ago or last night?
0: That's real life. They do. They eyeball the fuck out of you.
1: It's like, <laughs> damn, you're just sitting there with a red face looking down, trying not to make eye contact like, shit, don't look, don't look. Maybe they won't realize what, what's happening. Don't look at them.
0: Okay, so you said eye contact. I have a really weird question. Do you make eye contact when you're having sex or doing sexy things before sex?
1: I'm going to be honest with you.
0: When I was in a four-year
1: relationship, I would have loved nothing more than eye contact. I loved looking into his eyes and just feeling connected. He didn't do it a whole lot, which explains why he ended up cheating on me and why he ended up leaving me the way he did. But nowadays, if I don't have a genuine connection with you, I don't know. I don't want to look at your face. I just want to fuck you, get my business done, and get out.
0: That is a good point because the person I was talking about who was asking in the previous podcast about taking a guy home. That's how you just fuck a dude and leave. You just don't get mm-hmm. that connection. Don't look in their eyes. Don't, don't kiss them. Kind you can help
1: it. Kind of like if you ever watch early two thousands movies and stuff and you watch the guy hook up, how he never stays the night at the girl's house, which I hate that it's stereotypical. It's always guys leaving and guys just hooking up and leaving the girl, but girls, you can do it too. I mean, It's genuine facts. Anytime I hook up with a guy, I refuse to stay there. Like, I'll stay there for a few hours, but as soon as day breaks, my ass is gone. I'm not staying there wishing them good morning. I'm leaving them, lay there naked in bed alone. I'm like, deuces, bro. I got what I needed. I'm out.
0: Yeah, you want to cook breakfast for somebody? Cook it for yourself.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I would love nothing more, but when I'm just needing to get my own and, like, move on I'm not sticking around
0: that's real life
1: that is I mean that's just my generation though my generation sucks ass so it's like hard to get your hopes up for anything more and once you lose hope you just stop giving any effort yourself
0: yeah I get that no eye contact no spending the night nope
1: Nope.
0: cut it all off before it even starts Mm
1: mm-hmm I mean, I've had one relationship in my entire life where I've had, like, a genuine Friends with Benefits, if you've ever seen the movie Friends with Benefits. It's low-key kind of the same thing. We hang out quite often, and we cuddle, do whatever, have sex. But we go off and do our own thing. I go on dates. He goes on dates. It's whatever. Yeah. But that kind of relationship's very rare because one... Either the male or the woman either or ends up getting too connected and they just fall in love with the other person and it ruins it. But I think I finally found it and I'm kind of comfortable sitting right where I'm at. So you have a fuck buddy right now is what I'm hearing. Nah, a fuck buddy in my opinion is someone you get a hold of occasionally. Okay. Like randomly every few weeks, every few months or so. You're like, hey, yo, dude, I got nothing better else to do. You want to get together and fuck? And the other person's like, fuck yeah. And you get together and fuck. This is a genuine friends with benefits. Like I see this guy every day. We go out and hang out. It's a genuine relationship without being in a relationship.
0: That's a good thing.
1: I mean, it's not because it's sad. Because (laughs) then when a guy genuinely likes me, I'm like, Nah, I'm already fulfilling my needs. Like, I don't need you. So I don't know whether to
0: drop this guy or to just continue doing what I'm doing. Listen, guys, I need you all to know that are listening. Izzy is cute as hell. So this friend with benefits, he's just fulfilling her needs. So Prince Charming, I know you're listening. You can come in there and just do what you do. Just make sure that she gets off at the end of the night because that's the most important thing. Fuck yeah. I can't even begin to tell you. Only three guys out of the 13 that I've had sex with
1: have ever gotten me to orgasm. And it's sad. Like, genuinely sad. Like, dude.
0: So I had my friend that listens to the podcast tell me the other day, oh, you were just talking the last time you took over that podcast you're on that you don't ever get off. sorry about that. Had to open up my beer. Continue, though. And I said, no. I said, I don't orgasm. I will get off all day long. There's a difference between coming and orgasming. I will come for you. If you do the right thing, mm-hmm. but I will not orgasm for you. Like it's just, it's not real
1: life. Okay. So now that I'm sitting here getting some advice about this, as much sex as I've had, I've never known that coming and orgasming was two different
0: things. It For me, it is like I can come, but it, there's a different feeling when you orgasm, it's just more intense. It's more personal. It's so fulfilling. Okay. So let me try to like sit here
1: and describe some of the feelings I've had and maybe try to get like the download on this okay there's times where I call them all orgasms but I orgasm and it's like the holy grail and you're just like you're shaking at the knees afterwards and you're just you're breathing really heavily and your heart feels like it's about to jump out of your mouth like a holy grail just holy grail of orgasms and then there's other times where you feel like you climaxed for like a quick second and then it's like, okay, that's that's it's it. over.
0: <laughs> so is that the that's difference it. between coming and orgasming? That's it for me. So I only orgasm if I'm on top and I'm in control. Okay. And that's, I've learned that. I don't think I've ever been on bottom and somebody made me orgasm like that. I don't know. It's just like you're there and you, you feel it coming and then it happens and it, it's like everything in your body feels it. When you come, you just, you feel it, mm-hmm. but it's not like a it's, whole body sensation. Yeah, it's not a whole body takeover. Yeah, so when those legs are shaken mm-hmm. that's what you got. <laughs> I'll admit, this is
1: kind of sad, very depressing. I've only had one time the guy on top in my entire life, a guy was on top, and with his dick alone, got me to full-fledged orgasm, as you would say. Whole body took over, and it was my first boyfriend- I don't know how he did it. It was, like, within the first year of our relationship. So we were super connected, super in love. You know, the puppy dog stage where
0: it's like, oh, I'll follow you anywhere. So I'm so in love. I actually learned the difference, as crazy as it sounds, when I was in counseling. Because I went in one day and I was talking to my therapist. And I'm like, dude, I had sex last night and it was so fucking weird because, like, my whole body was tingling. And he goes, yeah, you just got to experience your first orgasm. And I'm like, what? Like how's that different than any other time? And then he just kind of broke it down for me, and I'm like, it makes sense now. Because when you come, everything gets wetter, and like you still come, but when you orgasm it is like, oh, your whole body just fucking yeah. tingles, your toes and back arches, and everything tightens up, and it's like your legs want to clench shut. It's like, ugh. That's it. That is the difference. So now you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell your little friend to get it. I mean, again, I've
1: had I've had those instances when, like, a guy has been fingering me or eating me out a few times, but not very often. I low-key am one of those girls who gets fucked dry and put away wet more times than I
0: can count. It's fucking depressing. Yeah, but it's real. I mean, we got to think about the generation we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're doing. They just want to get their shit off and... You're done with the day here's the thing I can't say much for myself I don't
1: know if I'm any good like low-key it's not like I go around asking after I have sex yo did I perform okay was it okay for you is it did I do well nobody just does that so how do you fucking know you're good in bed
0: I'm gonna need you to send an email from the spicy (laughs) podcast (laughs) and ask how did I do bro like was it good
1: yeah (laughs) If anybody that I have had sex with, if you can tell by my voice and you know it's me, send a fucking email and let me fucking know, man. This is my formal invitation to let me, to, I will hear out your pointers and your tips on how I can perform better for you. Unless I've dropped you, well then
0: you're SOL, shit out of luck, man. So you're going to get an email and it's going to say something crazy like, oh, you were great, but you should have done this. And it's going to be something stupid like, you should have sucked my dick a little longer.
1: Oh, bro. Fuck that. Okay. Because <laughs> anytime I do give a blow job, I blow them until they finish. Simply for the satisfaction of like after they come and I swallow, you're just sitting there continuing to suck and they're like trying to pull you off. Like yeah. their soul is being sucked out of their bodies. It's
0: I don't know but there's nothing kinkier to me than that. It's fulfilling mm-hmm. to just know that they are at the most vulnerable state in the world mm-hmm. and you literally have them by the dick.
1: Yep, you have them by the balls. Like, <laughs> legit. Like, uh, I have you.
0: You're not getting out of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's real life. So, you know, if you guys are listening and you know Izzy, let us know. Um, I would like to say that I... I don't know how I perform, but my current friend, he lets me know regularly that I'm doing mm. a good job. Um, I also know because he keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I've had guys come back a few times. I've had guys who were talking to girls, like, seriously, and they're like, dude, before I get too serious with this girl, I need to fuck you one more time. I just, I need you one more time. I'm like, fuck, well, I'm horny, so I might as fucking well. I mean, it's it been good. a month or two. I mean, I'm horny.
0: I Let's get it. That's because it was good. That's how you know it's good. If they want to fuck you again before they get into a serious relationship with someone else, that's it. I've
1: actually had a guy leave a serious relationship to fuck me again. And he wanted to be in a relationship with me. And I was like, no, dude, because if you're willing to cheat on this girl and, like, ditch her for good, no, I'm not doing it. Right. Like, you don't know anything about me and you're going off to of sex alone. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Maybe take me out, ha- hang out with me, play video games with me because I'm a huge video game nerd. Like, do yeah. something with me instead of just fuck me and decide, okay, okay, let's make this girl my girlfriend. No, that's not how you do that. I mean, I get my generation is dead determined on doing that kind of shit, but that's not who I am.
0: Right. So my friend that I talked about last time we're coming up on a year now that we've been doing this game so Mm -hmm. he clearly likes something that I'm doing that's how you know if they if he is there and he's consistent he's like let's hang out let's do this like Mm -hmm. you're doing something right I mean I'm sure you have a great personality in real life and outside of what I get to interact with you but I mean at the end of the day if we're being honest like most dudes just want to get their dick wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
1: really sad though, the amount of times simply because I was horny and desperate for sex that I've like I've gotten wet enough to where they could put it in, but as they continued, you could tell all they wanted was to get off themselves. And that turned me off. Like, dude, if you're not even putting in the effort to try to get me off and you're fucking me like some doll, then fuck you. There's a difference between fucking a girl
0: you like like a doll and then just fucking a girl like a doll in general. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because there are times that I'm like, babe, just fuck me like I'm your little fuck toy. (laughs) But
1: they like you and it's like they still make an effort to try to like caress you or whatever and trying to get like you interested. But a guy that you do a one night stand with, let's say, and he fucks you like a doll, he does not kiss you. He does not finger you. There's no foreplay. It's just straight legs up in the air, dick in the hole and pounding it like there's no tomorrow. And that nothing makes me drier than that. It's like, dude, you could like kiss on my neck a little bit,
0: suck on my titties, do something. Right? So since we're talking about wet and dry, my favorite thing is when I'm about to come and he says, "Oh no, hold on a second." And then he goes down and eats me out until I come all over his face. I will do that.
1: Dude, 100 I've 100 times. Had- Two guys do that to me my entire life. Only two guys
0: go down on me and eat me out until I come. Oh, it is new for me and it is amazing. Best feeling in the world. So all of you men listening, when you're sleeping with your girl later, keep that in mind. It's Mm going to make her go crazy. That and
1: one other pointer, as you're eating her out and you're putting your tongue around that clit, not aggressively but just slowly in and out and caress your finger upwards and towards like let's say what ten, nine o'clock okay yeah yeah put your one finger up in there and caress up in there as you're licking her clit oh my god i swear to god that was the best <laughs> orgasm i've ever fucking had this guy it was one of the most recent guys i had sex with oh my god loki made me want to like fall in love with him i was like After that, I was like, dude, I can't let you go. Like, date me. Keep your PlayStation here. Do whatever you got to do. I will do whatever you want as long as you stay.
0: Because there's nothing better than that right there. That's it. That's all you got to do. Know how to please your woman. You're going to keep her. I'm also so glad that we started out this spicy podcast super spicy.
1: (laughs) I mean, when you think of spicy tea, you're thinking, oh, drama, like secrets, whatever. Loki, we're just straight up talking truth. That's all we're doing. We're just yeah. speaking the truth.
0: Is that what is it you called it earlier? We're the what podcast, or what did Ryan call it?
1: I called oh. it truth time. This is truth time. Truth time with Dom and izzy Yep.
0: <laughs> oh look, and our Ryan man just gave us a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not
1: to like get too off topic because I do love talking about sex. It's one of my favorite topics. It's the funniest topic. It turns people on and there's nothing more than I like to do than turn people on, you know. But, low key, they were talking about Bowling Green last in the other podcast and that's because I'm taking Ryan to Bowling Green with me. I'm a veteran of three years now. This is going to be my fourth year going.
0: Okay, so I want to tell you that I really, really want to go but I get drunk and then I'm just fucking insane <laughs> dude listen
1: Bowling green is the one time of year where i gum i go completely unhinged i mean i was blacking in and out the entire time i was there and people were telling stories about me to where i was thinking there's no way that's not who i am as a person there's no way i would do that but then they pull up videos of me doing it i'm like oh fuck i'm a whole nother
0: beast i'm a whole nother human being fuck this So in my years past, I have an event like that, and it's called Con on the Cobb, and it's a really weird art show, and I say weird because there's just, it's not standard like art in an art gallery. It's like fucked up shit sometimes. There's some normal stuff there, and people draw different things, or they create different things. It is literally a four-day event where you are drunk from the moment you get there, Until the moment you realize, shit, i got to pack my stuff and be out of here by (laughs) 2 (laughs) o'clock.
1: That's low-key bullying green except for you're not doing art. Which, fun fact Mm -hmm. about me, when I first went to college, um, I'm currently a culinary major now. Mm -hmm. I'm a baking and pastry arts major. So whoever I do end up with, if I'm so lucky enough to, I'm going to make them fat as fuck. But I was actually an art major my first semester of college. I wanted to, like, move to New York and paint all these paintings and drawings and do some creative shit with some weird, wacky materials until I saw all these other people with
0: extreme talent. I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not making any money. So at last year's Con on the Cob, um, we actually, I say we and I mean ex-husband number two and I took a picture that my daughter drew. My daughter, A, she is nine years old. So, A draws this picture of a tentacle kitty. It's literally a cat head attached to an octopus body. She made more fucking money selling her art than my ex-husband did. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you feel when you go to an art show and you find out that your stepkid just made... <laughs> your nine-year-old stepdaughter is making more money than you are. And you do this for a living. Like, we He does it for a
1: living? We, he did. He doesn't anymore. I see. Well, I, I wouldn't do it as living <laughs> anymore either if my nine-year-old stepdaughter up staged me like, fuck that.
0: Oh, yeah. She was so excited. We come home and he hands her money and she goes, what's this for? And he said, you sold artwork this weekend. And she goes, what? You actually sold my stuff? She was so excited and surprised all at the same time. But that whole weekend, I couldn't tell you like all the things that happened except for the fact that I got a tattoo. I was so drunk.
1: I've done that. I literally have a Star Wars tattoo on my wrist right now. Drunk as fuck in Florida. I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." I got the Millennium Falcon on my wrist, and it looks shitty as hell.
0: So it's so funny because my kids are getting their names changed in a couple weeks, and someone told me to name my son Luke Star (laughs) Wars, Luke Skywalker. (laughs) It's (laughs) all right, Star Wars. And I'm like, "Mm, no, that's gonna sound really funny when I go into school and I'm yelling at this kid. Yeah, so fun stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so they were talking about Suits earlier, and oh my fucking God, were they so right about how awesome Suits is. I just finished season eight, and I can concur with Trixie. It was, right? Mm -hmm. Trixie, yeah. Trixie, she, oh my God, she's so right. The last episode specifically just makes you scream, yes,
0: fucking finally, yes. Okay, so I'll be honest. I've never seen Suits in its fullest. I watched a couple episodes, but... So I watch NCIS, like nobody's business, and I've rewatched mm-hmm. all the episodes on Netflix a million times. And then somebody tells me one day, do you know that on Paramount Plus, there's like six more episodes or seasons? No. No, fucking way. no I didn't. So now I'm stuck watching these seasons. because I'm like, I'm so far behind. Like, there's so much good shit that I missed out on. Do you want to know a life hack
1: real quick about Paramount and pretty much any other like streaming channel like that literally just lie and say you're a college student claim you're a student going to this college and you get like half off Yeah, I literally I am in college so I like I'm not lying but my buddy let's call him Drake my buddy Drake was like you know what I'm gonna do the same thing he lied and said he was going to the same school as me he gets half off of Paramount Plus
0: he only pays like three dollars a month for paramount plus okay so i don't i don't pay for it um so if you get a roku stick you can take it to the household that the account belongs to and log into the account information and then you can take it anywhere you want and that's how you get free video streaming services oh you get free shit she's coming at you with some better shit than i am paramount if you're listening i'm so sorry But I do, I do frequent that house a lot. I just don't sleep in their bed because that'd be a little weird. Okay, so what's your favorite TV show of all time? Oh, it has to be a TV show. Can, or- we, can I do my favorite movie instead? Because I don't know if I have a favorite TV show. You can do whatever you want. Oh, no. There is a TV show, but I have to look it up. But my favorite movie of all time in the whole wide world is Aristocat.
1: Oh, my fucking God. I literally have the sticker on my car.
0: Aristocats. Oh, my God. With the orange cat and the white cat and the three little... Oh, my God. Marie is my favorite cat in the world. Um, and I have her on the car. like. And Marie says in the movie, because she's fighting with her brothers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he says. He's being shitty. And she goes, I'm a lady. That's why. I'm a fucking lady. That's why. I will finish anything you start. With or without you. Mm hmm And I'm sure that that's not what this child movie meant. (laughs) But, yo, that's how you took it. Yeah. Even
1: That is a good fucking movie, though. I remember being so little as fuck, and my mom would put that on the the TV, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah, everyone, shut up. Get the bull
0: popcorn. Let's go. Yeah. So is Suits your favorite TV show or you got a different one? Oh,
1: hell no. I mean, I love Suits. Mad respect for it. But my favorite TV show is that 70s show. Okay. I do like that. I mean, if you're talking live action, I've got a lot of favorites. If you're talking animated, like adult film TV show,
0: it's stuck between Bob's Burgers and Futurama. Okay. So I'm looking at my Netflix right now and there's a list on here. So I've watched... It's called Sex Education. Oh, my God. I've seen it. It's on Netflix. I love it. I do enjoy that one. Um, Bonding on Netflix. I've not seen that one. Oh, God. It's about this girl who goes into, like, the secret world, and she becomes a dominatrix. It's hot as fuck. Like, my name is Dom for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) And I love every bit of that don't see the one though there was another one that I watched and it was about this lady who starts reliving her past and this guy that she fucked when she was like college age just shows up in her life and I know anyone that's listening that's seen it's going to know what I'm talking about and they had like crazy sex stories but now she's a middle-aged woman and she's married with kids and It is, it's just hot as fuck. Like, if you're going to watch this, dudes, make sure you got some tissues and lotion handy. Girls, make sure you got your favorite toy because you're going to want to use it throughout the movie. And if you don't, I'm sorry because I did. Okay,
1: (laughs) just, just because I'm that bitch, I gotta point it out. You've pointed out two shows that revolve around sexual interactions.
0: So is that all you like to watch? I mean, I like to watch NCIS. Other than that, other than that, I'll give you that. I do prefer spicy over not spicy.
1: I can agree with that. But me, I am literally what we call in the Midwest a tube head. I watch anything and everything. I've
0: seen almost everything. I, I, mean, do, I do try to, like, watch different things and spice it up a little bit with some not spicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I would just, I don't know. It's like soft porn on TV. Mm-hmm. and. You can watch it in your living room. (laughs) Do you watch porn by chance? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, okay, so Trixie and Ryan were talking about cum shots in their last thing. Yes. My favorite thing to look up on porn is cum shots. Like, I don't want to see you jerk off. So I'm with Trixie on that. I want to see you get off. I just want the end result. I want to know that you were sitting there thinking about me while you are recording that video. And it just across the room. Or... I would, know. I don't watch
1: porn and I've never had a guy send me a video of him coming. It's just been quick dick
0: pics, if anything. I mean... We're going to have to fix that. <laughs> the next cum shot video I get, I'm sending to you. <laughs> okay, you have my number now so you can do that. Um, me, my
1: version of porn, if I'm getting off, I normally just use my imagination of the guy I have a crush on at the moment, but... If that's not sufficing for me, I just put on like my favorite sexy like movie at the time or TV show. I can relate to that. That's like soft porn because it's more intimate in mm-hmm. an, to an extent. It's not just a guy and a girl just fucking like animal sex. Like I don't know. Yeah, to an extent, animal sex it's sexy, but nothing gets me off better than intimacy. Right, and that's
0: such a fucking white chick thing to say I know it is but that's just that's just how I am that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so going to the imagining thing um in high school I dated this girl and I say dated very loosely because we were never like a couple we never really did anything in high school aside from kissing and touching um no now she's married and we're super inappropriate um, and I also know that her and her wife are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, but she'll send me stuff and like she'll say these things to me. And that's what I do. I use my imagination. What's it going to be like mm-hmm. if I actually get to fuck her for real?
1: Because,
0: mm-hmm. you know, dudes are good, dick is great, but a woman knows a woman's body and yes. she is going to fuck me way better than I could ever imagine
1: okay if we're telling truth if this is genuine truth time there has been times when I've wondered what it would be like to be with a girl but any time that I've ever tried I've tried like two or three times with women I get to maybe making out with them but then once they start rubbing their hands up my body it's I don't know I just can't that's okay it's not for everybody um My sister's a lesbian, so she would know how that is. And I've tried asking her pointers and questions about it. And she's like, Georgia, uh, (laughs) easy. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully Ryan can edit that out. Y'all just ignore what I just fucking said. I'm drunk. I mean, I'm drinking Bush Light, the heartbeat of America. Just try to, like, not pay attention to that. Actually, what second
0: are we on? 33 minutes and 57 seconds.
1: Okay, yeah, write that down. Hopefully he can find it out. (laughs) (laughs) He's over here sitting on the couch like, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) That's funny. So I was listening to our last podcast, and Ryan and I are in the pool, and I did not listen to it until that day. Like, I tried, Mm -hmm. but every time I started listening to it, even though the situation was not ideal last time, like, my kids were in the room, and I'm like, no, I know some of the shit we talked about, like, You're not listening to this. So I'm listening it to the first time in the pool Mm -hmm. and I'm making faces and he is tanning because he's not already tan as fuck, sitting over there tanning, just laughing at my faces the whole time because I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, we said that on the air.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's how I was. I was literally sitting at his dining room table, listening to what we were talking about and I was like, oh my fucking God.
0: Yeah, like who says that shit?
1: Yeah, my drunk ass. But then again, I was like, I was ready to go for more after today. He was like, Dom is coming over. Like, we're going to sit here. You guys are going to talk again. I was like, okay, I got to get drunk because as embarrassing as the first video was, it was hilarious. It was, in my opinion, good. And I wanted to bring that same energy to the table. I mean, I don't want to use my real name because I don't want to like put a burden on my parents. But at the same time, I want to be my own person and I want to be my own real self. And I don't want to feel disgraced or ashamed of who I am. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to not be ashamed. There is no shame here. There is no judgment. And if you are going to sit here and listen out of spite or judgment, get the fuck off. Either blow me or hop off my dick, man. Just get
0: the fuck out of here. (laughs) Like there's, there's no room for you here. This is a free space. Get the fuck out. Okay, so while you were talking, I was adjusting in my chair and I touched my foot. So I have to tell you guys about this drunk story that I got, okay? I was here for this. Go ahead. So the current Spicy Tea Podcast recording studio is being moved to the hangar. And everyone's always like, what do you mean a hangar, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's a fucking airplane hangar where airplanes used to be at some point in time. So when you have an airport hangar, and you have to open the doors, there has to be a gap for the doors or a dip. Okay, so drunk Dom over here thought it would be a great idea to be drunk and come down here and check out the studio and all the things that are happening. And I thought I stepped over the dip, but guess what? I did not, and I broke my whole foot. (laughs) And now I get to hop around on a boot, and our man Ryan won't even let me walk down here anymore. I have to take the Ranger or drive a car. I think if I walked down here, he'd probably pick me up and carry me. (laughs) He's sitting over here in his little, his whole ass couch, just sitting here, shaking his
1: head, yes, putting his hand up like, yeah, I would do that.
0: Well, and that's because the other day I was over here swimming and um, the ranger driveway, because the ranger has its own driveway, has these tree trunks. You know, tree trunks are a little wobbly when they're on their side and I thought it'd be a great idea to just walk on it. And it starts wiggling. And I reach over and I touch my car because that's where I park. And I realize my mirrors have that bendable feature. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning on the mirror and the mirror is bending in. Here comes Superman Ryan to save the day and just picks me up and tosses me in the yard. (laughs) Because I'm not allowed to break any more bones here. (laughs) So guys, don't be drunk when you go to a hangar. And if you are... Don't step in the hole because it fucking (laughs) sucks. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me your favorite drunk story.
1: Oh, my favorite drunk story. I mean, I said it in the first podcast. It was my most recent and my most favorite, simply because I called nine one one on myself.
0: Yeah. Like, who
1: the fuck does that? What drunk idiot does that? But another one of my favorites is it was the very first time I got drunk and. I was a freshman in high school and there was this guy I had a crush on. Let's call him Blake. And there was this other girl. I'm going to use her real name because fuck her. Her name was Maddie. I went to high school with her. And she, I'm already drunk. I've been sneaking beers left and right. It was New Year's Eve, sneaking beers left and right from my parents and whatnot. And I'm already drunk, and this girl named Maddie just straight up pours five shots in a row after her parents go to bed, and it's just me, Blake, Maddie, my brother, and then two other of our friends, and she says, anybody gonna take these shots with me, or, or are you all pussies, and I'm like, I'm not, let's go. I go and grab my first shot, I go to cheers her, I'm like, are you gonna take these, and she says, fuck no, I just want to see if somebody else was going to, I was like, girl, you poured five. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Well, at this point, I was like, fuck this. I threw out my last name because if anybody was to know me, know my last name, there ain't no way in hell I'm wasting alcohol. I took all five shots down at once. And all I could remember was putting my head down on our picnic table in our building and waking up in my living room on the floor, surrounded by all my friends and the girls and thinking, what the fuck? I just time traveled.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, like what the fuck and I literally army crawled to the bathroom and threw up in the toilet flushed it wiped it up as best as I could and then sat there in the shower with cold water running on me fully clothed just puking on myself repetitively just letting the shower hit me and as I was doing that I could hear the girls getting up and leaving and they were like Georgia I love Izzy I love you. Yes. Be safe. I was like, bye.
0: I love you too. And I let them go. Yes. Okay, so your story reminds me of a story. It's not technically my story, but I'm going to share it anyways because I was there. So my second husband is not a drinker like me. And so just to give everyone who can't see me or know him a perspective of what it's like, I'm like a whopping 170 pounds, and my ex-husband is... Like, 215 pounds. So he should be able to carry his weight a little bit more when it comes to drinking. But, you know, it was his birthday, and he wanted to go shot for shot with me. So we did. We went shot for shot. I have pictures of this man sitting in front of a toilet, throwing up, and I'm just like, babe, it's okay. Like, you're fine. We got this. And he goes, no. Ooh, let me drink this much? You said you were going to go shot for shot with me. If you can't handle it, like what are you doing? Why are you trying to play this game? I will drink until I can't function. <laughs> but the fact that I'm over here nursing you and you're face deep in a toilet, like that says something. And then I did. I put him in the shower. I turned the water on cold and just let him sit there.
1: <laughs> Don't you feel kind of prideful in the moment like yo bro, I just out drank
0: a grown ass man. Like yeah, I-, I am I would be brimming with pride a grown ass man who was much older than me and always brags about how much drinking time he got in his younger days and how he could out drink this person or he could do this. No, but you didn't. And I'm just a little girl compared to you. Like I'm tiny and you have muscle weight. Most of it was muscle, but I mean, you still got weight on me. And generally the bigger you are, the more you can drink. Yeah. So, Why is it that we're 20 shots in? Is that a fact, though, or is that just a myth? I don't know. I mean, okay, so before I lost weight, Mm -hmm. I could drink and drink and drink and drink and not even black out. But now I do, what was it, a couple nights ago I went to the bar and I did eight shots and I don't remember the rest of my night. So, (laughs) I mean, it was only eight compared to my normal, but... I was also drinking beer in between because I try to pace myself when I'm at the bar. Cause I don't mm-hmm. want to make a fool of myself in public, at least. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're going to have to see if that's a myth or if that's real life. <laughs> I mean,
1: I wouldn't know. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've always been a two-beer queer. No offense to the queers out there. So sorry. It's just a saying. Get the fuck over it. But I've always been a two-beer queer until I broke up with my ex-boyfriend of four years. Started drinking a lot. My tolerance skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Could drink like a whole 12 pack of teas and then a couple of shots and
0: a few beers after. Before I got too drunk. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because he didn't drink the way that I did. Um, And now because we're not together anymore, when I look back on that relationship, like 95% of the time I was drunk. And if I wasn't drunk, I was at work or school, so.
1: (laughs) Dude, that's my life. I'm a 23-year-old human being. Like, if I'm not at work or at school, I'm low-key intoxicated. And I'm not trying to say, like, I drink and drive or whatever. I'm like a golden retriever. I always get in the car with somebody else. But
0: I'm damn for sure drinking. Oh, God. Let's talk about getting in the car with somebody else. So I went to a party recently. For a TikToker. And Ryan was smart. He planned it all. We had a DD. I don't remember most of that night. Actually, I don't remember anything aside from Ryan saying, I'm going to close the door now and go up to the house. Mm -hmm. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It was a fucking crazy night. Crazy night of no memories. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: my God. Crazy memories. I have to bring up the 4th of fucking July. Mm. We were here at Ryan's house. It was the 4th of July. In my opinion... Okay, my dad was in a very bad accident a few years ago. And I'm not the biggest fan of fireworks. When I know they're about to happen and I'm prepared for it, I'm okay. But it still brings back some flashbacks. I have PTSD. It's not any fun. I mean, but... It's manageable when I'm aware it's about to happen. And so I was planning not being drunk on the 4th of July because I didn't want to go into a panic attack. Because when you get drunk, you know, you're more emotional than ever. But, well, my best friend, some guy was being very rude to her. And then he was rude to me slightly. And I wasn't having it. And... My only thought process was maybe get drunk enough to the point where it doesn't bother you. Well, the reverse effect happened. It got to the point where I got drunk to where I had loose lips, where I didn't give a fuck what I said. So what I did was this guy is drinking left and right. He's opening up Coors Lights, leaving them lay out, pretending like he's drinking and getting hammered, but then tossing them secretly. Eventually, I had enough of it. One, he's disrespected me and my girl, and he's wasting beer. Fuck this man. So I start calling him out. He throws out a Coors Light, and he says, give me another one. I'm like, are you sure? Because you just dumped the other one out. I mean, man, if, if you're done drinking, if you're too drunk, it's okay. You ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to, like, show off to anybody here. And he's like, give me another one. So I give him another one, an hour goes by, he doesn't drink it, he walks away, comes back. So I scoot the beer closer to him. And he's (laughs) like, I want a fresh one, this isn't mine. I'm like, bitch, yes it is, because I've been keeping track of it, I haven't moved from this spot since you left. Fuck you. And then I get a few shots in me, and then I'm like, you know what, fuck this guy. So I start calling him out on being a fucking brute to young girls. I'm like, you know, if you got to pick on young ladies so much, if your pussy hurts that bad, I pulled a tampon out of my bra because I was on my period at the time. And I threw it at him. And I said, here, go put a tampon in. That's
0: so funny. Okay, so I wasn't here for that part of the party, but I heard about all the craziness that happened after I left. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of craziness. A lot. Yeah. Lots of interesting stories (laughs) after i threw the tampon at him his
1: wife comes into the mix and starts calling me a cunt and shit and i'm like bro listen i can't even argue with you because i just feel so bad for you that you're with such a piece of shit like what low point in your life did you hit to where you settled with a guy who's inappropriate towards women
0: right that's real life and you know what you don't have to tolerate that wife Fucking leave this piece of shit ass.
1: Yeah, I ain't got no beef with the wife, even after she called me a cunt. I ain't got no beef with her, even after she wanted to fight me and shit. I ain't got no beef with her. But her hubby? Fuck him.
0: Completely unrelated, and I'm so sorry, but it just came to my mind. Go ahead. Sex Life is the name of the Netflix TV series (laughs) that I enjoy. (laughs) Another
1: sexual (laughs) type of TV
0: show. Oh, my goodness. It's the one about the older lady who's reliving her past. Okay. Okay back to drunken fighting at the 4th of July party, which I was here for the beginning of the party and it was great. But I also knew that if I kept drinking, I was going to have to spend the night here and I was told there was other people sleeping in the camper. So Mm -hmm. I was not sleeping in the camper. I ain't gotta worry about that. I'm a hop in and skip away. I could walk to my house from Ryan's location, low key like right around the corner. Well, and then I learned later that if I ever get too drunk here, there's a couch in the basement that I'm allowed to sleep on. Yeah, she's got two, actually. She invited me after that crazy party for the TikToker that we went to. She's like, if it's if it's too much to sleep in the camper, like, just come sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yeah, because it was hot as balls in that camper. Mm.
1: Her room is so nice and comfy. It's cool. That couch is low-key comfy as fuck. I mean... Usually, I need TV to fall asleep to. At night, down in her room, ain't no problem. I get a little bit buzzed, lay on that
0: couch in that nice, cool AC atmosphere. I'm out like a light. So, I say it was hot in there, but I know that the air conditioner ran all day while we were gone. I think the problem was is that I was so drunk that when I crawled into bed, (laughs) I had to pull the blanket over me, and that was what did it. I'm a blanket sleeper. And whatever blanket I was using, it was just, it was too much. I needed a sheet Mm -hmm. or a towel, something light and small. I'm a blanket user too. (laughs) I can't,
1: I need a sheet or something. Even if it's hot as hell, I need something to cover me. It's like a comfort
0: thing. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I'm going to talk about our man Ryan here for a second. So I have a bed in my room that is on a bed frame that is not, the bed frame is not made for me. It's not made for the life I live. So it has three sets of legs on it and the middle legs, Mm -hmm. they're not doing so well. So Ryan built me this thing to Mm -hmm. put on my bed and it's supposed to help so I can have all the wild, crazy sex that I want to have and not break the bed. And hopefully my kids will not hear the bullshit and think the neighbors are having crazy fucking sex. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, I'm super excited to install this. I'm going to install it when we leave here tonight. And hopefully try it out tomorrow night. And, Ryan, it better not fucking break. Because if it does, you're going to be building me a whole new
1: stand. So, I got some questions. By chance,
0: do you use toys in the bedroom? Oh, yeah. It depends. But I do. So, (laughs) I keep them under my pillow. (laughs) So that way, if I have someone spending the night or someone's thieves afterwards, I can still get my own if they did not do it right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think it depends on the moment and the mood. Um, I do have um, whips at the top of my bed. Oh, They're super crazy and scary looking, but they're really not as painful as they look. Um, I also... (laughs) I'm going to check my cameras at home because I have a video camera in my bedroom. So we're going to see if you can see it so I can show you what it looks like. Um, But yeah, I like toys just in case. I've never really
1: used any toys other than a cock ring that vibrates. That's all I've ever used. And it was most recently, I finally got a guy who was willing to use some kind of toy in the bedroom. And I was like, he was like, I don't want to do anything too extreme. And I was like, all right, Cochrane, it keeps you hard for a longer time. Mm-hmm. And it gives me some stimulation so that way you can actually get me off. <laughs> and he was like, all right. So we used it. And oh, my God, it's the first time ever I came multiple times in one night. And it's sad to
0: say, but it was all because of the vibrator, I swear. So my favorite is toy that's in my room right now. And it's really not a toy. It's more like an accessory is that. My bed frame is made out of metal, so I have handcuffs above it. And if you position them just right, I literally cannot get out of them. They're real handcuffs, like police-issued handcuffs. You have to have the key to get out. There's no safety switch. Um, My favorite. I woke up one morning, and I was like, why do my hands hurt so bad? My hands hurt because I let myself get handcuffed, and I fought so fucking hard to get out of those handcuffs and couldn't, that I had bruises. Shit. It gets a little excessive. I'm crazy,
1: like. I mean, I've had bruises before, but that's only, like, they're not bruises. They're hickeys. And I always make sure that they do the hickeys. I refuse to do them on my neck because then my parents will fucking slut shame me. But I've had hickeys,
0: bruises, whatever, on my tits all the time. I mean, so. my boobs are my favorite part for the guy to fondle with. So my friend that I like to talk about, um, when we first started fucking, he would leave bruises on me and I don't care, but I would leave bruises on him so fucking bad that he got slut shamed by his family. His family was so mean to him about it. It was crazy. Which is interesting, you know, because most of the time men don't get slut shamed. Normally it's a good thing. But for him, it was a bad thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I think we've talked a lot tonight and I'm drunk and you know how the liquor hits. They I They both pee. have to pee really bad. Oh, super fucking bad. I've been holding it for like the past 20 minutes now. You know so. what? It's okay. We're, we're, we're close to our hour. So. All right. Well, we're going to cut it off. And I please, please, I beg you, send me, well, not me specifically, the Spicy Tea Podcast, some emails about some of your sexual stories or any stories whatsoever. This is not a place of judgment. This is a place to let your spirit soar and be free. Just email us. Absolutely. Let us know
0: your stories. And then, you know, if you guys email in, talk about how much you love listening to Izzy and Dom. And maybe... Ryan and Trixie will let us come back. Exactly. So thank you all for listening in and we will see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye.